Hey everybody, just wanted to take a few seconds of your time before the podcast starts. Just wanted to let you know about a passion project of mine for the last three years called Hustle Focused Energy. It's a powdered drink mix intended to help you focus and accomplish your goals. Super excited to bring this to market. Go check it out, hustletheday.com. And thank you so much for listening. On this episode of the Hustle the Day podcast, we have Anita Morin on the show. Anita is a physician's assistant turned video marketing strategist and agency owner that deals with content repurposing. We talk a lot about the power of video and how it helps your business. You're going to want to listen to this one. Let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. Super excited to have Anita Moore in here. Anita, tell us a little bit about yourself and you know a little bit about your story. Sure. Well, um, as you said, my name is Anita, and I am a wife, mother, and physician assistant who became an unexpected entrepreneur, and I own a business called FDS Creatives where I help business owners get visible um, to bring in more leads and come and impact. So that's what I do. <laughs> Very cool. So, you know, everybody wants more leads in their business. You know, everybody wants sure. to create that impact. What is the angle of approach that you take personally to help businesses in that regard? So I work in video marketing and content repurposing, social media strategy realms. And so what I really help business owners do is connect to their audience in the unique way that they need. See, one of the lies that people believe is that they have to be everywhere, but really you just have to be where your ideal client is. Um, most of my clients actually find that YouTube is the answer that they're looking for because it's the number two search engine in the world. And I can tell you your ideal client is using Google. Um, Google owns YouTube. So, <laughs> um, so we absolutely know that's a good place for um, business owners to be. But what I find that they struggle with is how to be there and how to stand out. And so that's something I help with. Um, as well as helping them then use that content on social media effectively and natively to platforms. Yeah, very cool. And I love your your strategy on this. Can you explain your your strategy on in terms of why you're using YouTube rather than you know say Instagram or you know some of the other popular social media outlets? Sure. So because your ideal client is searching, one of the things you have to know is they are looking for you and they might not know your name and they might not know your business name yet, but they absolutely know that they have a problem. The reason people go to YouTube is to find the answer to a problem. And so when they're typing in their general questions or things that they'd like to know, videos are popping up. And ultimately, what I try to explain this as is that your ideal client is, you know, already on the highway looking and they've decided they're going to get off at a particular exit. What you decide is, am I going to build a billboard next to that exit or not? 
right? Because they're already going to type that in. So it's just a matter of do you want to be found? Um, and if so, um, then leveraging search via YouTube is really beneficial. Um, for my YouTube videos, um, each one has views, but those views are coming from different people. So the, the same people who are watching maybe um, the video I put up last week are not the same people who are maybe watching you know, the two videos before that because they're each uniquely positioned to search. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what? They're, the great thing is it lives on too uh, over time so that even if they don't catch it the first week, you know, with things like Instagram, those things just start getting buried. But yeah. with, with YouTube, it's, you know, it's always going to be there and it's always going to be searchable and indexable. And so people can still find it seven years later, like when me personally was using YouTube uh, last year to diagnose problems with one of my cars that, uh, you mm -hmm. know, is a little bit older and, you know, is a video that popped up from seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. That still helped me and served me. So that's a really unique uh, proposition that uh, YouTube provides versus some of the other outlets. Yeah, so what you're hitting on there is the difference between search and interruption. And um, what we're hoping for with Instagram and Facebook, LinkedIn, even TikTok, right? You're trying to stop the scroll. And there's a lot of really great ways you can do that. But ultimately, when I have a problem and I type in my question into the Facebook search bar or the Instagram search bar, you might not come up because it's not meant to be a search engine. Ultimately, those platforms are great and can drive a lot to a business, but the more sustainable part of business is really search-based. And so um, in my own business, videos that I have put up six, eight, ten months ago have received views this week. Um, and part of that is strategy. And whenever I say that, I often connect with people who will then reach out and say, well, I put YouTube videos up and I got no views. Well, like any tool, if we don't use it properly, you absolutely won't get the results you want. Um, so positioning those videos via true search with YouTube strategy um, is going to be the difference between those getting seen um, now and next week, next year, or them not. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great way to think of it. I mean, I could hammer in a nail with the end of a crescent wrench, but it would work better to use a hammer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, I love the idea and your, your strategy behind all this. And, you know, it really makes me rethink, you know, in, in t uh, researching you before we talked um, it made me rethink how I should be doing all this stuff. And the great thing is YouTube still provides an opportunity to give you that interruption marketing like you're talking about of, you know, repurposing that content, taking those Absolutely. clips from your YouTube videos and then putting them towards the other social networks, uh, which is something you do as well, correct? Yes. So um, all of my content that's going on to my YouTube channel is uh, batch filmed, meaning I film all my videos kind of together. Um, and then I edit those videos, upload them and have them scheduled. So like the video that's going to go live tomorrow um, has already been scheduled for quite some time. What I then have the opportunity to do is take that video and create clips and social media graphics, jump into my stories on Instagram and Facebook 
make a TikTok video. There's a lot of ways I can promote that video. But ultimately, I consider my, my barrier of success each week that, that my video goes up. Because even if I do none of that promoting of my video, that video is still an evergreen asset for my business. And so as I'm planning out a quarter in my business, the first thing I do in my calendar is go through and mark Tuesdays, a new video is going up. That's what I'm committed to. Um, and so because of that, um, I have shared um, on social and with you that I, we're actually expecting um, a little one in November. When I'm thinking about planning my business for when I expect a baby, um, the number one thing I'm thinking about is, can I keep my clients work you know, good and moving forward, which absolutely that comes first. And then next, can I keep my YouTube channel going? Because if nothing else happens, I'm successful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's the great thing is, like you said, you can schedule that content out well in advance. Um, You know, like for example, this podcast isn't going to go out for a couple months, but I will have it up and scheduled and ready to go so that, you know, even if I'm, busy one week doing something else, doing some client work or, you know, whatever the case may be, or I'm at a town with family, I can still have that go up. I can still have that uh, content out there and that can drive things naturally. Yeah. So Absolutely. the question, the question is, you know, YouTube has kind of its own algorithm. Are you playing more towards, um, you know, your, are you spending a lot of time working on the headline and the content piece inside or the uh, caption piece rather? Um, and how does that relate to the search results or is it more attacking from the search side and then crafting the message around that? Yeah. So every video that I create, I actually start with really researching what are people searching for. Um, That's how I determine the content that I'm going to create. Because here's the thing, you and I can create videos that we are super excited about with great content, but if we don't position them well and nobody's looking for that, they're not going to get views. It's not going to do anything for my business. So instead I look for what is my audience already typing in that they're looking for and then how can what I really know and what my you know zone of genius is show up in that search? Um, so first I come up with all of my titles and then that leads to me figuring out, okay, well, what would I want to say in a video about that? Um, from there, filming all of my videos is really based on the strategies that keep people interested in watching a video. Um, believe it or not, there's a lot of psychology in creating a video. <laughs> and so um, that's the difference between videos that are really engaging and helpful to watch and those that aren't. Um, and then from there, um, Um, how we edit those videos plays a large part into whether or not people keep watching because the reality is if the screen doesn't keep moving, you will leave because you're not getting that dopamine surge, right? (laughs) And so making sure to keep having something happening um, in the video. And it doesn't have to be, um, you know, high tech, but just kind of zooming in and out on your screen, having words pop up, changing the view of the camera. There's, There's several ways that you can do that. Um, that's really what I focus on as far as creating videos. But when you're looking to create videos on YouTube, there's two things that YouTube cares about, your click rate and your watch time. So how you get a good click rate is that you have to show up in search so people can click. So your 
title, your description, your tags, and your thumbnail. I'll go into that. Your thumbnail is like a mini billboard for your YouTube video. And then your watch time is really that strategic filming and editing that helps people to watch longer. As well as making sure, of course, that you provide value so people can see that. So working with those things, those are the most important. Um, a lot of people, when they're starting YouTube, they reach out and they ask me, okay, what great camera do I need? Or what lights do I need to order? But the reality is, um, there's no YouTuber out there that will tell you the higher, fancier camera is what made or braid that um, made was able to make or break their YouTube channel. Really, um, it's that they can hear you, that they can see you, so having some sort of good light, and honestly, that can be a window. Um, and most of my YouTube videos are actually filmed from my iPhone, um, and those that aren't are actually filled, filmed from the built-in camera in my computer. And the reason is because you absolutely don't need fancy cameras. I have a nice camera, but... I want to be relatable and helpful and I want you to know that you can do this too with exactly what you have. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. Um, you know, I have some background in photography and, and people are always like, what's the lens that I should be using? It's like, well, do you understand how to use the camera first? Like that's <laughs> where you got to start. You know, don't worry about fancy equipment. Just fin just worry about, you know, getting the content and um, you'll, you'll graduate from there. But, um, you know, I, I think about some people who've had YouTube careers that have taken off. They start with an iPhone. It's only to the point where they can really hire it out that they get the fancy equipment and things like that. So mm -hmm. I completely agree, you know, just the best camera you have is the one that's in front of you. Absolutely. And remember also what your goals are. So for me, I'm not trying to be a YouTube star. I'm trying to find my ideal clients via search and I want them to be able to find me. Um, you know, if I was trying to do this for other reasons and having other goals, there's different ways that I would set up my channel, but the basics of this are the same. Absolutely. The camera you have is the best one. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're actually starting with search, which actually is uh, helpful for, you know, creating the content because a lot of people think, oh, I don't have the idea, you know, what, what content should I be creating right now? You're basically going to where people are asking for the content and then creating that content for them, which is immensely helpful for somebody who, you know, wears many hats and, you know, has so many different parts in their, their business you're just making it easy for them. Sure. And I even have some clients who just come to me for that service. They feel comfortable filming the videos. They have a video editor. They're good with repurposing it onto social by themselves. But what they really need help with is what do I make the video about? And what do I call that video? Um, and so <laughs> those are really the things that I do. Um, it's a very um, search intensive process that um, I do, but I really enjoy it. I think that comes from my personality. Um, I like the, the back end and the why of things. And so um, I find a lot of enjoyment in finding the perfect title. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, titles play a big part in, you know, anything nowadays, whether it's YouTube or, you know, even podcasting, you know, that title yeah. can definitely make a difference. So. 
Um, now, a question I have for you is how does live video factor into this? So do you see some of your services going towards YouTube Live, or is that something that um, you don't see as a big part of your business? So for some of my clients, I do help them to craft some of those live videos by helping them know what to make live videos about. They still need strategy with them, if they're, even if they're organic within the YouTube platform. But the other way I see people use live video is using their live videos from other platforms and then putting them on YouTube. And there's a lot of different ways that we can kind of do that effectively. Um, some of that is helping them to know different ways to capture that original video as well as once you are using that to repurpose onto YouTube, making sure that you are positioning that again with that strategy and that search. So for a lot of my clients, when they are creating their um, videos and let's say they're going live on Facebook, um, one of the things I have them do is strategically pause at different points where they're going to interact with the audience based on making sure they're not in the middle of a sentence or a point. So then I can edit out some of that interaction so it still seems organic to YouTube. Another thing that can be really beneficial when doing it on those platforms is to remember that Facebook downgrades video quality. And it's very sad that that happens, but it does. And so um, really making sure you've got great lighting, keeping your background really simple, um, all of those things can really help at least make it look the best possible. Um, so there's a lot of different ways we can use live, um, whether within YouTube or repurposed. And absolutely, I see it beneficial, but nothing is as effective as content that is recorded for YouTube and actually put on YouTube. Um, even that repurposed onto other platforms does better than the live video repurposed onto YouTube. Okay. Yeah, that's good information. Um, so you are a physician's assistant by trade. How does YouTube play into this? Like, where did this come from? Like, where did you get excited about video marketing and decide, hey, I'm going to start this as a side hustle? Sure. Well, um, much before I ever was a physician assistant, um, I was getting my bachelor's um, in undergrad, and I was looking for a way to balance all of my classes and still make sure that I could pay rent. And so at the time, um, the YouTube beauty community, believe it or not, was very popular as a thing to do. And so I started creating makeup tutorials and doing product reviews on YouTube. And from doing that, I was able to contract with other brands, as well as to review products that they sent me and do collaborations, build a following on Twitter when Twitter was like actually the place to be. Um, and, um, and from that, I was really able to make an income to really help with what, you know, college students needed, which is like rent, and food, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that and was really makeup. great. Yeah, <laughs> it was a really great experience for me, um, and I really enjoyed it, but I never would have considered that a business. I just thought it was something fun to do that happened to benefit into income. And then um, after I had my son, 
I had long deleted my YouTube channel and gone into medicine and felt really good about <laughs> everything I was doing. Um, and then I found that I really wanted to be home with him and really have that freedom of time with him. Um, we homeschool my son and that's really important to me and I wanted to be here for that. And so when I was really investigating, okay, well, what can I do? Um, I really found the online business world. <laughs> and, um, and as I started to see, you know, different offerings that people had and what it was that I knew how to do, um, I started to see how I could really uniquely serve them and really help them get the time that was so valuable to me. Um, and so all, everything I've created as far as offers has always been with that in mind that I want to help business owners really have efficient and effective marketing because for most of us, right, we didn't necessarily go into business to just create content for our business all the time. We had something we wanted to do or a person we wanted to serve. And I wanted to help people appropriate their time well, while knowing that content is important, and also really have the time for the why they started the business for. Like my business is not successful if all of my time is spent on my business because it doesn't meet the why of me being home with my son and really focusing on him, right? So um, in my own business and the businesses of my clients, I see that time is absolutely such a gift and I want to help as many people with that as possible. Wow, that's, that's fantastic. I love that you've got, you know, such a strong why behind it because a lot of people don't have that uh, and you know what it's really helpful in those days when you don't want to do that work um, it really helps push you through by you know having that why and I love the family aspect of it you know being a father of three you know I I love my kids and why I chose entrepreneurship is that I have that ability to craft that time around them so I can ride my bike home from uh, school with my daughter every day and you know, things like that. Those are incredibly important to me and obviously incredibly important to you as well, which is great. Yeah. Um, so where do you see this going in the future? Is the, do you plan to uh, go back to being a PA after, uh, after this baby is born or is it, um, is, are you going to be pushing forward more with the, the YouTube side of things? So I love medicine and I loved the opportunity to help patients. And that was such a gift to my life has made me a better business owner. Absolutely. And a better mother. Um, but I don't have any plans to run back to the medical field. Um, the medical field has changed quite a bit in the last several years, and particularly after COVID um, really being introduced and the pandemic. Um, and the effects of that on hospitals and health insurance and whatnot. And so there's a lot of things that I see. Um, one of the struggles I had in medicine was really wanting to help more people than I could. And what I found in the online space is that first and foremost, I obviously can help my family, but secondly, um, you know, what we do in online business can actually change people's lives um, and different ways than I ever imagined. And so um, I fully love what I'm doing now. It gives me a freedom and a benefit that I never could have had in the medical field. And I won't say I'll never go back. I've 
I'm keeping my license and, and, you know, one day that might be something I do, but in the, in the short term, um, while my son is, you know, almost four and I have a new little one on the way, my priority really is focusing and making sure that I'm here for them and that I'm able to really invest in them during their formative years and, um, really, help to grow what I hope will be um, amazing people in the world. <laughs> and so because of that, um, no, I have no plans to run back. Um, but I'll also say the when I finally did leave my job in medicine and go full-time in my business, um, the amount of growth in my business is more than I ever could have anticipated. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so because of that, um, more than I imagined or even asked for has occurred. And I'm just really grateful. And so I want to continue with this because it's, you know, any job that we have in life, it's to help us with our goals. And this meets my goals and my family's goals quite well. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, you know, business is going so well for you. And, um, you know, I, that's, that's always what you want to hear. But um, yeah. I completely agree that the impact that entrepreneurship makes, you can impact so many more people through that than you could through a traditional job. Um, even in medicine, uh, yeah. you know, there's obviously still an ability to impact people through what you're doing now. Um, Mm -hmm. So you end up starting this, you know, to spend more time with your family and you still had a full-time job, but as you started this, um, as you started FDS creatives, what would you say is a challenge that you never expected to have happen? Sure. When I started my business, um, I actually was part-time in medicine. So I was working about three days a week. Um, so that did give me a little bit, um, more time than, uh, I would have had if I was full time. Um, one of the challenges I ran into at first was trying to balance, um, the, the job I was creating, um, (laughs) um, at work and then also the business I was creating and then the child that I was taking care of. Um, my son now is almost four, but in the first two years of his life, I I pretty much couldn't put him down. He um, they nicknamed babies like him um, Velcro babies, and that's exactly <laughs> what it felt like. Um, and so, um, I think what was difficult there was me always wanting to make sure that I was putting him first because the temptation and in, in both of the job and the business was, well, if I can just, you know, focus more on that, then that's helping my family in this like monetary way. But the investment that I made into my son really was the most important thing and keeping my priorities straight in that and having to remind myself, um, you know, he need like, he needs me at bedtime tonight. Even though everyone says just leave him in his room and he will be fine, my son is not that way. <laughs> and so, and so, just remembering like um, that I have to mother the child I'm given, and I have to work within that being my first priority. Um, I will say it was hard to do that at first, and then once I really like um, got kind of the hang of that, it was really realizing and being happy with what I was doing as far as all the the people I was helping. 
at the time and really figuring out how to help them best. Um, I think one of the biggest things I've learned as a business owner is just because I can do something to help somebody doesn't mean it's the best thing for them. Um, and really being like confident in what I know actually works versus maybe what they wanted help with. Um, and a perfect example would be, um, so I offer social media strategy and help, but there's a lot of people who just want someone who will fill their feed just so they can keep posting. But I think that isn't actually effective and helpful if it doesn't have strategy behind it. And so I actually stopped offering to just fill people's feeds. And that was a, a scary thing to choose, but I knew I was choosing it for the best of business owners. And what that did was lead to, of course, growth in my business and help. But at the time, it felt like, oh, I'm not, it's, I'm saying no to helping people. <laughs> um, but it was really, I was saying no to maybe wasn't what was most helpful. And I was saying yes to advocating for their best, just as I would do with my son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that you understood that and that you were willing to take that risk and you know, change, change things up uh, to better serve people rather than get more money for yourself to not help people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the most important thing that I, you know, talk about is effective and efficient marketing. Right. And those two, that terminology just sounds good it, because it's, you know, two E's and it all flows. But, <laughs> but the reality is, um, if we really talk about marketing being effective, that means it's got to lead to some sort of growth and, and actually work within that business owner's business so that it's not a drain on their time or their resources. Right. And then when we say that we want it to be efficient, right, it means that we want it to be really um, pointed to what is actually going to move the needle forward in their business. Right. And so when I really think about those two um, tenets of what I'm trying to do, that helps to narrow down a lot of the things I might be asked to do. Um, because if we really want the best for someone, right, um, then we're going to advocate for whatever's going to help them the most so yeah very cool so one thing one question that i've been asking people more lately because we're all creative people um and you know you, with you specifically you've got to think about keywords you've got to think of video ideas and all these different things where is it that you find that you do your best thinking mm. um i would say um really at my computer. Um, I have a desk in my room, which I use and I have tried over time to kind of be more mobile and, <laughs> and take my laptop other places. But there's something about having a designated place to work. Um, that's really helpful. And I think one of the reasons that it's beneficial to me is um, because on the wall, um, right by my computer, I keep three calendars taped to the wall. And they are for the three months of the quarter that we're currently in. And so when I sit down, I'm actually looking at, an, you know, about a 90 day spread and really saying, you know, what can I do in that time? How am I meeting my goals? It's where I track all of the different things in my business. And it's literally on the wall. But I do that because, um, you know, there's, there's something about it being a visual for you at all times. 
Um, and so when I have moments in my business where I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't really want to do this right now, right? All I have to do is look at the wall next to me and remember, you know, what my goals were and why it's worth putting in the effort now for the benefit that I want. So. Wow, that's great. Yeah, having that visual cue is definitely beneficial uh, in multiple ways of, you know, like we talked before we started recording, I've got a content calendar that I have to sit there and look at to help myself come on, you know, be creative in a way so that when that creative strike hits, I know exactly what I'm creating towards. And you know what, it's, it's a little bit different from the way you use your calendar, but I mean, just the visual cue in general is really helpful for someone. Oh, yes, yes. Um, And that just helps me work through like the momentary, oh, maybe I'm a little bit tired right now. Or maybe like I hear my little one in the backyard with my my husband running around, maybe I'll go play with them. (laughs) When um, I really need to spend like that hour of time that I have. So um, it helps with that. Well, cool. Um, well, speaking of an uh, hour of time, you know, we've, we've been talking for a little while and I want to be cognizant of your time and, you know, so that you can focus on your, your goals. But before we get into the last question, I want to ask you, where is it that people can best find information about you? So ultimately the best place to find me is on YouTube. Um, and my channel is my business name, FD as creatives. Um, but of course that's my website as well. Um, and I have a Facebook business page, um, that you can follow if you're interested in that. Perfect. I'll make sure to include links in the show description as well. Um, but the final question I want to ask you personal or business, what is it that excites you about the future? I mean, the easiest thing to say is um, the child that I'm about to have. <laughs> so um, I'm so excited to welcome um, another little one to my family. And um, my son is so excited, which makes it even more exciting. Um, his number one question is, is the baby coming today? And I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> we still have time. Um, so um, I love that he is so excited and has this whole list of things he wants to teach the baby. We had to have a discussion that baby doesn't come out running. Um, <laughs> so, so they can't run in the backyard on day one. That was his original yep. plan. So, um, but I would say otherwise, it's just the possibility really of what my business can do and what that can change for my family. Um, because right now we're, we're doing something that I never imagined possible, which is that I'm actually home with my son um, full time. And um, the beauty of that is he knows it. We were in Target yesterday and um, just getting groceries. And I'm pushing him around the in the cart, and he says, Mommy, Daddy's at work? And I said, Yes. And he said, And when are you going to work? And I said, Well, buddy, Mommy decided to stay home with you. And so I work in, our, in Mommy's room, but I'm not going to a job. And he said, But you used to go. You used to go on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. And I said, Yes. And he goes, thanks for not doing that anymore. <laughs> and it was just like, I don't know what inspired him, you know, the, the things on the shelves, but it was, it, he notices. Um, and I, 
I know that he's going to notice as our life continues to change based on the opportunities my business allows the difference in, and that's exciting. Yeah, that is absolutely exciting. Well, <clears throat> thank you for taking time out of your day and, you know, being a part of the podcast. I really appreciate that. I know I've gotten a ton of value out of this. So I know my audience has gotten a ton of value out of this. So I encourage you all to get out there and hustle the day.